My name's Michael. I'm a volunteer at the Recovery College in Kirklees. I'm Gary. I'm a volunteer at the Recovery College at Kirklees. Well, uh, my situation is that myself, my wife and my daughter are all at home. My daughter is shielding because she's diabetic. And we actually started our lockdown a week before the government imposed it because I was getting anxious and I wasn't at all happy about things. And we're living together and we are not going anywhere apart from a walk and some exercise. I have not been in a shop or anywhere like that for 13 weeks now. Yeah, uh, my situation is that uh, um, me and my partner, Nikkei, We've we've both gone through the lockdown together and have done for the last last twelve or thirteen weeks. We are shopping and stuff, and we go shopping two or three times a week. But we're limiting ourselves when we're going on to buses and stuff. And um, but starting to expand ourselves a bit more and get out there a bit more than we were before. But we're we're starting to get out a bit now and do different different things. And we're meeting a friend on Friday and just going around town basically. So. Oh, dramatically. I mean, the the fact the, the fact that I haven't been able to meet my mates. I mean, what we normally do is we normally we normally have once a month where we go to like a Northern Soul night where we go to we know where we go to like a gig where there's there's like an eight piece band on or there's a disc DJ on and we'll we'll have a dance and what have you. And I haven't seen I haven't seen my two best mates in twelve weeks now. I've seen Shazza once five four three weeks ago, and since then I haven't seen I haven't seen Shazza in eleven weeks either. So, and this is a big thing: the meeting of people. It's okay meeting people online. But it's not the same as meeting people in person, you know. And it makes a big difference. I mean, that that's the thing for us. I mean, we now will be about to go on our third holiday, so we've lost all that. They've all been postponed till next year, and I find it hard not meeting my family and seeing my granddaughters, which we have seen them for the last few weeks when they've just come to visit us and we're doing our two metres in the garden. It's just a contact with other people. It hasn't bothered me as much as I thought it would. You know, maybe that's just me. My wife's perfectly happy, so am I, finding enough things, because my daughter's got learning difficulties as well as being diabetic, finding enough things to keep her happy. We're mm. all plodding along quite happily. Fine. I mean, I've had one week um, the other week where I just felt off it, and I'd actually think that was probably it. It hasn't bothered us. That's just the thing. Once we've got used to it, we've accepted it. My son does not want us to go shopping or go anywhere. He's more worried about us catching it than anything. So we're under instructions. And if we need anything that we can't get through normal shopping, let him know, and he will organise it. So that's that's the way we're working now. We've accepted it. We've had our, you know, social distance deliveries every Friday from Morrison's and after the first few weeks. But the first few weeks were bad insofar as finding suppliers that you could actually get an online delivery was difficult. I found two companies, one in Bradford and one in Morley, who were normally wholesalers to the, uh, the catering industry, the restaurants off. That's one thing I have really missed is we used to go out for a meal at least one night every week. And I've missed that. Going somewhere else and somebody else has done the cooking. Because I've done 95% of the cooking. 
over the last 12 weeks. I quite like that. Sometimes you just think, oh, we well, we have ordered takeaway from our local Indian. It's very good. So we've had that occasionally. It's not the same as going somewhere to eat or somewhere for a drink. As Gary said, just going out and socialising was brilliant. My wife rings up quite a few of our friends every week. And, you know, with friends that live in, uh, in Bowness, we only discovered when we were well into lockdown that during the heavy rains in early March, their house was half washed away. And they, they're living in rented accommodation. The house they oh, started oh, oh. to put the floor back down. Well, they lived on a hillside. And the mm. water came straight down the hill into this group of houses and just washed straight through all of them and just destroyed the, the ground floor. In fact, they're lucky it didn't take the houses down the hill because the hill drops away immediately below them. They're sitting overlooking Bowness, quite high up. Uh, well, one of the things that one of the things I did first of all was uh, I was looking at the news every day and was counting how many people were affected in Kirklees and how many people were affected in Calderdale, and that was making me quite poorly. I was having panic attacks and I weren't sleeping at night, and it was making me quite anxious. So I made a conscious decision about after about three weeks just to not have anything to do with coronavirus on the television at all and just keep away from it, uh, limit myself to it as much as possible possible um it varies it, it does vary i find going out walking and tiring myself out physically helps me sleep at night so that that does help and it, if i get a good night's sleep i'm fine you know it's 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 just the added pressure of everything with with like um we've not been able to see your friends and anything and go out and see your mates and stuff it's just it just adds to the pressure of everything all the time about trying to occupy yourself a lot of the time and I'm, I'm trying to find things to occupy myself and I'm running out of things to do now, you know, so, but luckily they're starting to open it up a bit more so we can go out now. So, well, yeah, baking a lot. I have a lot of baking. I've been making fresh bread nearly every day. So, I'm actually thinking of doing a podcast online to teach people how to knead bread now. So, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the next thing. So, which will be a laugh a minute, you know. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of kneading, bread, a lot of cake making um i did a banana banana and cinnamon cake over day i'm making fresh bread twice a week so rose rosemary sea salt or um i made a cheese loaf as well so i worked at the um i worked at love bread in brighouse for about six months and they taught me how to knead bread down there basically because we went down do you remember michael we went down for the um yeah yeah one of the do's and i stayed on afterwards she had a word with us and said do you want to come and volunteer for us so i ended up volunteering for him for six months and um, learned various plating techniques with bread, and learned how to knead bread, and you know, uh, and how to how to shape it, how to make it into a bowl, um, a dough, and everything, how to make tea cakes. So. Yeah, I've not to baking bread yet. All I've managed to do, I bake some scones that are a bit heavy and dry, and I've made Yorkshire pudding right. for a few weeks, and that, that's the extent of it, really. But I'm happy with my Yorkshire pudding. We have an argue. And it well, as long as it rises, Michael, that's the main thing, isn't it? As long as it rises, that's the main thing. Oh, yeah, but the rise, the, you know, I'm talking three inches high. It's uh, Oh, really, nice. Yeah. I know, nice. it's the is so hot. I mean, it's about time we should be turning it off now. It's getting a bit warm to have it on, but it's brilliant for things like that. In many ways, I look at 
we're a, I think we're a very lucky family. We have a big house. We can all, we don't have to be together. We can all be in a separate room doing our own thing. And we're not on top of each other all the time, which I think would be hard. Um, and we have a reasonable sized garden. So I've spent time in the garden. I've planted vegetable patches. And I've been chopping down a lilac tree that got broken in the winds and a, a hawthorn tree that's got out of control in the back garden. I've painted the shed and I've painted part of the fence and I haven't finished that yet. So, I mean, uh, and also I, I, I bought a while back, I bought a, a Lego Land Rover to build. And I'd oh, wow. Little, cool. I'd done a little bit of it, but uh, I'd given up on it. Well, this last week or so, I've been doing it sat outside in the sun on the table at the back building Lego, <laughs> which uh, is great. There's something really, something really relaxing about doing Lego, isn't there? I've got, there is, I've, got yeah. two, I've got two Star Wars pieces to build, and there's something really relaxing about doing it. I find it really relaxing, so, you know, uh, it's good. It's good fun, good fun. It's frustrating when you find there's a bit missing. <laughs> One yeah. piece missing, and it's really annoying. Yeah, well, you can, so, it's Lego, you can order them. I never, in in years gone by, I the only gardening I ever did was cutting the grass. And then, well, so it's 50, 17, 18 years ago when my wife stopped being able to do the gardening, she employed a gardener who came every fortnight, did all the weeding, chopped all the bushes down and cut the grass. Well, he's not been here, so I've been doing those jobs. And then I decided to have a go at growing veg. Try probably... I don't know. We moved here in 1987, so it was probably in the 90s when I did a, an attempt at growing veg, and it was a disaster. So I've had, all I've had so far is some radishes, and they're delicious. <laughs> I'm waiting for the rest to come now. It's getting very overgrown, these enormous potato plants and others, but uh, let's hope there's something underneath. Um, the only negative thing from my point of view is it's made me lazy. I'm not getting the exercise that I would have been getting going out, taking Sarah to Leeds, going and doing shopping and the rest. Um, but the positive side is life seems much more relaxed. To sit in the garden in the middle of the day like now, and it's silent. There are no cars. Occasionally, but the, the noise levels drop. There's no fumes because our our house is built at the side of a. It's only a B road, but it gets a reasonable amount of traffic. It's a shortcut down the village, but our garden is effectively on the first floor. You know, the the house is the main house is is one story up from the roadside. When you're sitting in the garden, you used to get all the fumes coming up if somebody pull up outside and not turn the engine off it was terrible but we've got rid of that and I wish it would stay that way it would be lovely in many ways it's positive we're comfortable we've enjoyed things I've probably spent too much money buying rubbish from Amazon but I've mm. returned a lot of it as well because they, they will pick up free of charge from the house I don't have to go anywhere to return it so uh, I keep buying things, thinking, well, I wonder what that's like. And when it comes, I think, no, I don't like that. Put it back in the box. <laughs> and they'll collect it a few days later. This, this video, yeah, it's gone both ways for me. You know, it's uh, obviously it's um, me and Nikki and how close me and Nikki have got. And the fact 
that we're a lot closer to each other now than we were 10, 10 or 12 weeks ago because I was doing other stuff and I was occupying myself all the time and we're meeting up with family and stuff. And we seem to we seem to get on a lot better now than we were 10 or 12, 12 weeks ago. You know what I mean? Um, that's the first thing. It hasn't been easy, you know. I mean, it's not. It's not been. It's not been an easy twelve weeks, has it? It's been. It's been quite difficult at some points, you know, doing stuff. And I suppose, I suppose there is some positives to come out of it, you know, that um, society's a lot closer now, and people tend to care a lot more for each other. And you find, I find, I'm finding value in things that I didn't find value in before. You know, like I'm reading a mindfulness book at the moment, and that's really helping me, sort of uh, focusing on stuff. I'm just appreciating the fact that we're here and that we've got a roof over our heads. You know what I mean? And we've got food in the food in the food in in the cupboard. Uh, that it's little things that you appreciate more, isn't it? You know what I mean? You seem to, seem to pre- appreciate the little things about you know. And when you do go out and meet friends, it's, it's it's you really enjoy it because it's a big thing because you haven't been able to do it for so long. You know? Yeah, but I think some some people are. Uh, have become very selfish. Our friend Margaret in in uh, Bowness has said, on a weekend it's absolutely horrendous up there. Everybody's going up there, and mm. they're leaving litter. She right. said, it's disgusting when they've all gone. Things right. seems to care, and I keep getting that. You know, around here people complaining somebody's flighted here or there, and it's virtually every day yeah. somebody's dumping rubbish. They don't want to. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I, I don't know, Michael. It just seems that. I mean, for me personally, and for Nicky, we're, we're appreciating the fact that we can get out now because we haven't yeah. been out in so long, and what we've done is just been going to the local shop and actually going to town. Although it's scary to some degrees, it is negative because, like, you, you're constantly thinking about the coronavirus, aren't you? And you're constantly yeah. when you're going out, you're thinking to yourself, okay, I have to do this, I have to put my mask on, I have to, you know. But the positive side of it, actually meeting up with your mate and having a conversation with your friends, your friends have become my friends have become so much more important to me now. You know what I mean? Over these last twelve weeks, and I value my friendships that I have so much more than I did before. You know. Yeah, I mean we we have we have no intention of leaving lockdown. I can't see foreseeable mm. future. I mean, Sarah's still chilling yeah. until the talking of the end of July now. Um, we're due yeah. on holiday in the lakes in September, but I think I'm going to cancel it because I don't. Yeah. I don't feel happy. You know, we we can get by. We can get the food we need. We do have some contact with family now and friends, but we'll carry on as we are. Yeah. I think I think the important yeah, yeah. I mean we we had an audio but in in June at Filey Michael you know for my fiftieth yeah. but I've had to cancel that. But what I've done is I've put it on to next year's. So we're going to go next year instead of we're yeah. going to go for my fifty first birthday next year. So you know what I mean. So that's what we've done. We've already postponed three holidays to next year. Yeah, the, the companies have been very good. I think the September one we might end up losing the deposit, but. So be it. It's our choice. Yeah, the guy, the guy who, the guy who rang actually, he's put, the, he's put the deposit onto next year's. Yeah, that's what's happened to us. Which was really good of him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, one of them for Northumberland, we paid him full. So you just transferred it to next year. No problem. Yeah, it's good. You either do or you die. You know what I mean? That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you, you, 
Yeah, I don't doubt at all. You see, you see, when when it all first started, I thought it was something. I thought it was something as something like swine flu. You know, I didn't take it serious. You know what I mean? I didn't take it serious at all. I didn't know what a pandemic was really. I mean, I didn't understand the the nature of the beast. And I was still going to town, and then suddenly it all clicked in place. And I thought, well, this is more serious than it looks, you know. And since then, I've been trying to guard me and Nicky how much we and Nicky actually go out and what we do and stuff, you know what I mean? I don't think the government have a bloody clue, to be honest with you. I think they're trying. I think they're trying the hardest. I mean, I'm getting the Jews, they are trying the hardest to get the, get the economy going again. But I think there will be a second spike because a yeah, lot I mean, of people... That's happened elsewhere. I mean, Beijing, it's it's running yeah. again in Beijing where they've uh, had one yeah. cases and it's spread. I mean, typical New Zealand, they get two, two infections, new ones, after everything's clear, and the two people from here who went out there mm-hmm. and were released. Oh, is it? All right, they, Jesus. They were released out of quarantine because the relative they'd gone to uh, visit was dying. And when they right. released, they didn't check them when they released them, and discovered later that they right. got, uh, got COVID. I'm taking it very serious now, and um, and that's where it started for me with the panic attacks and stuff because I was having a lot of anxiety when I was going out and stuff, and I was starting to have panic attacks. So after about four weeks, I had to make a conscious decision to ignore the media, and this was my thing. If I ignored the media, to trying to find to get a more mindful living. I think that's what you've got to do. I think we we all have to do that because otherwise you just you just end up going out and window. You know what I mean? So now twelve weeks on, it's still serious. It's still I still get annoyed with people because I see people in in social gatherings in big groups and stuff. But I can't do anything about that. So I have to worry about me and Nikkei. You know what I mean? Um, and the close family I've got and stuff. So I I have taken it a lot more seriously than I did twelve or 13, 13 weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's got worse. It's got worse. Yeah. I mean, I am, <laughs> you know, I mean, now it's um, it's getting to the point where I'm, I'm um, luckily it's only background noise. Though. So th- the thing is, it's, it's very much, um, I'm hearing voices, but the voices are very much background noise. So it's very much like whispering. But I'm hearing it all the time now, whereas before I wasn't hearing it at all. And um, there doesn't seem to support, there's a, I know there's a mental laugh number you can ring and get in touch with but there doesn't seem to be support in place to support people with um, who, have, who have mental health problems when they need that support you know what i mean at the moment so a lot of us are having to wing it basically but it's had an anxiety isn't it because like it's just, it's just, and it's a situation that's made you more anxious if you're more anxious you, you sleep less so by sleeping less you start to get psychotic again so it's all it's all a knock-on effect i mean what can they do the car what can they do they can't do much from the phone anyhow can they you know it's um, mm. don't get me wrong the recovery college recovery college has been fantastic and if it wasn't for the meetings on Tuesday and stuff then obviously you know things would have got a lot worse for me you know um, but it's those meetings every week and actually keeping himself occupied and doing stuff is one 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 of the things that's kept me going basically it's getting to a point now where if I go out I start to have a panic attack so I'm having to force myself to go out, you know what I mean? So because I'm, I get so isolated in, in my own company with Nick, okay? when I see other people, I start to get anxious and stuff, which isn't a good sign, you know. So and that's how the that's how the COVID's affected me over. Oh, that's how 
the whole experience has affected me over 12 weeks of being mental health. All I can do is basically follow, follow what the instructions, what the CPN says, you know, I mean, and just go with that, you know, so. Yeah, because to start with, I was the opposite to Gary. I was aware at the beginning that there was a very high risk that both, all three of us, me because of age and weight and my wife has medical conditions and my daughter has, that we were at high risk. So mm. I was in, if you like, more of a panic situation until we locked down. And once we'd made the decision to do what we're doing, and after the first mm. few weeks of worrying about getting food, though my son would have always got stuff for us, um, and he did on one occasion, once we got those things in place that you knew you, we were getting milk delivered in bottles every day again, and we were buying online every week, then I settled back and I'm comfortable because we got the things in place to keep us healthy, keep us fit, feed us, and we were finding enough things to do. It's not, apart from the other week, um, I mean, I, I suffer from depression, and I believe that week I was actually, you know, going down a bit. I wasn't my normal self, but carried on doing things. And, you know, a week later, I started to feel normal again. All the physical symptoms that you get associated with being depressed disappeared again. And I felt, OK. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Um, the, the support we've, I mean, it's, we've also had contact. My wife was starting to, she'd been on very high dosage um fentanyl patches uh, for pain relief and we started before the lockdown she started to reduce them she wanted to come off them we've had great support from a gp on the phone ringing us and all our medications being delivered by the pharmacy everybody that we contact with um anna our local foot lady who normally cuts our toenails um, you know, she she made contact. Everybody's contacting you to check how you were, let you know what was happening. Um, and my son's always been there, insisting we don't go anywhere. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, things like in the small village, um, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, they are still going out and they go down into, into Burstall to <laughs> what was left of the market, which was just a fish man. But they've been getting fresh stuff from the bakery for us and bringing that up on a Thursday. Thursday. So we've been having contact with Mm. people before we were officially allowed to, but they were delivering food, so Mm. it was okay. Mm. Um, You know, the butcher, he he decided he didn't like the risk of having his shop open for the people more than himself. So he actually shut down... um, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, and reverted to delivering something he'd never done. He would take orders, you know, on Messenger and uh, then deliver them the following day. And he converted to accepting card payments. The thing he's fought against for years, he's always said, I'm not paying to you cards, I want cash money. But he'd no choice but to give in. But he's reopened the shop now. He's decided that, you know, it's, uh, it's a stage nearer mm. he gained an awful lot of customers when he was happy doing delivery and his comment was I just hope some of them stay with me when things return to normal yeah I, I feel it's I feel it's made a huge difference because 
I don't think take things for granted as much anymore. You know, I don't seem to take things that simple things that I did before, like going to the cafe or going out with a mate or just going to town, basically. Even going to town is, seems to be a big thing nowadays. Actually, just going out and meeting somebody and all these things that you missed before, it makes you appreciate life more and those the special moments that you have with people, you know, those, those moments so you have with your friends and stuff and just going out and doing simple things with your friends and it's made me it's made me realize that these moments are more precious than they were before you know these these things that we do together we should enjoy them and it and and really get into enjoying those moments you know what i mean because they might always be there you know so yeah i mean I used to think, I mean, one of the, <laughs> the important things for me was being able to go away on holiday, being retired whenever we, we could, as long as we can afford it. That is so irrelevant now. It doesn't matter. We don't need to do that. We have lived together in this house now for 12, 13 weeks. We haven't fallen out. We don't get on each other's nerves. We all do our own thing. And there's a sort of peaceful contentment as a evolved and you know I watch too much television but I enjoy that you know lunchtime I'd watch something while I had my lunch and then we watch TV on an evening and occasionally I'd in the afternoon I'd say oh, I'm going to just watch a film on the TV and it's nice it's pleasant you know I, I it's a peaceful life you know having to contend with the outside influences that you would normally we're doing every day. You know, three days I've noticed that as well. I've, I've noticed that even though you appreciate stuff more, I seem to be, I seem to be, you're right, you seem to be at peace more because you, 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 it's like you're, you're almost, you know what I mean? You, you're not getting that stress from the outside, from outside here. You know no. what I mean? And I think, I totally agree with you there, Michael. I think it's, I think it's, you know, me and Nikki have done really well over this 12 weeks. We've done really well. And, you know, we've it's only a two-bedroom flat, you know, so obviously we're in each other's space all the time. We can go into another room. I can go on my Xbox and whatever. But we've gone on really well. It's made me appreciate me and Nikki a lot more than um, than what we were like, what before, you know, when I was doing other stuff. And it's made me think more of how my life would be without her here, you know. So Yeah, I think it's, I, I, I'm content. I've got a sort of contentment that's a reason, and I don't, I don't have to get up early in the morning to take Sarah to Leeds. You know, that'll come back at some time. She wants, she's obviously missing going to the riding school and being with the horses, but, you know, it might be some time. Is that, is that your daughter? Is that yeah. your motorbike? Yeah, she used to right. go riding for the disabled in Leeds three days a week. You know, oh, she, cool. she, she volunteered as well as doing some riding. Yeah. Obviously, they closed. They closed the Wednesday before lockdown. They decided that it was too risky for the volunteers. And right. Okay. She never complained about it. You know, she's put up with it. She's got subscriptions to about four different horse magazines now, so <laughs> she's getting it by paper right. and on the TV. So we found things that keep her occupied, and she's happy. Well, she's happy. Yeah. You don't get up. It's lunch lunchtime before she gets out of bed. But I think it's three o'clock in the morning. Some nights when she goes to bed, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. She's happy. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Oh god! 
Well, I can. I, I think it's been peaceful, very lazy, and for me, comfortable. Okay. Um, I'm going to struggle here. Um, I think it's it's made me um, more open-minded. I think that's one thing. And it's made me appreciate things more. Um, two other words, let me think. It's also been, it's been to a certain degree, hard work. And but I'll be glad, and I'll be glad when it's over. 